Do you find yourself wondering who you are? Why are you here? Do you feel out of place? Like something inside you knows a secret? Want to tap into a power source beyond your wildest dreams? How is this possible? Well, join me every other week as we learn to be infinite AF. Thank you for joining me today here at Infinite AF. I'm so excited that you're here to share this space with me so that we can get into talking about everything Infinite AF. All right, um, before we get into the topic today, I did want to mention that if you're looking to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram. You can find me there at Infinite AF underscore now, as well as in Facebook, you can find me as Infinite AF. I also have a Twitter and a TikTok, um, and you can go ahead and be active on those things as well. So I thank you for joining me. I would love to invite you uh, to do a review on after you're listening, whatever platform you're listening on, uh, you can find a section to do a review on my podcast. And that would be such great, great to help me grow and to help us grow together, right? Okay, so let's get into it. Oh my goodness, I can't stop enough about all of this awareness that I'm coming into and it has just been such a great journey and I hope that you're on one too. I hope we can do it together. I did want to start with this quote that has just been in my head all day and it is, I am what I choose to become, Carl Jung. Oh my goodness, this man, right? What an amazing man. And I just can't believe that I just, I, I, every day, all day, when I hear him, I hear the, the likes of Alan Watts and Ram Dass and all these, I just, I can't, I, I'm a beside my, I want to jump out of my skin. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, but the crazy thing about it is, so what does that mean? I am what I choose to become, Okay. Um, currently I feel that I am in the choosing to become stage of my life, but it wasn't always like that prior to choosing to become infinite or who I am today. I, you know, was like very many other people living in this subconscious level of life. Um, in fact, the subconscious controls almost all of our human behavior. Like literally, like only about 5% of our brain is actually operating on a conscious level. So that means 95% of our brain activity goes beyond our conscious awareness. So 95% of the time, whatever you're feeling, whatever you're thinking, all of that stuff is already processed inside of you. And it is coming out and telling you this story. It is not something that is actual in presence. Does that make sense? So meaning that our actions and our choices may not be the actual pristine result of high level reasoning. Isn't that crazy? Like who's running this anyway? <laughs> 
And so it just really blows my mind. Uh, and it goes deeper, of course, to all the neural correlations and the transmitters. Um, and they're determining the action. And, and it's just firing off like in a blink of an eye, which, which therefore leads me to believe that perhaps a sudden choice can hold just as much credibility as a choice that took months and months of rational analogy, right? Wrap your head about that for a minute. Like we're always quick to judge, right? We're quick to judge. Um, so there's this wonderful psychiatry professor and behavioral science, uh, Clinton Kiltz, and I love it. He states this, there is nothing that you do there is no thought that you have. There is no awareness or lack of awareness. There is nothing that marks your daily existence that doesn't have a neural code. A neural code. So a messenger. There is a messenger inside of you that already has some historical information and it's just firing off electricity, light, energy, right? And it has its own story already, okay? Which can kind of fucking suck because sometimes that story was something that we adopted and attached to as children, right? We all heard of trauma responses. We all know all of that, you know? Um, and so a lot of the decisions we're making, a lot of the life that we're living really isn't our authentic self. It really isn't us being true to us. It is an old story imposing itself upon our here and now. So most of us are literally running on autopilot. On autopilot. We are not the drivers. We think we are. We think we made a decision based on our actual current understanding and awareness. But did you really? Did you really, really go inward to learn what it was that you needed? To really identify that? Did you look at it from that perspective? So let's just, you know, I mean, take that for an instance, wrap your head around that. Whatever is happening in your life may not be your reality, but it's interpretation of something that happened in your neurological history, right? That is crazy. That is so crazy. So how do we choose to see everything as it is and how do we become our most authentic? This is the thing, right? This is the thing that we really need to know and want to know. And man, I can just remember if y'all would have known me, <laughs> if y'all would have known me about five, six years ago, I'll tell you what, you would not recognize me. You would not understand how I could have been that and how I can be her today. And it's just really, really crazy. I had, you know, a moment of coming into this awareness and Really, I, I, the type of person I was was de definitely Stepford uh, housewife. Like I really was, um, a hundred percent hardcore Christian. I was very much a you know standard strict parent. I, um, you know, had all these rules and disciplines and you know labeled. Here's the trash can. Here's the recycle bin. Here's this. I mean, you had sticky notes, post-its. I was that nag of a mom and nag of a wife I'm sure um, <laughs> that's why I'm divorced but no I <laughs> but I definitely was a completely different person I was that woman 
who always fretted also. I always stressed that the choices that I was making right now and, and today would, were going to affect me for the rest of my life or affect my kids for the rest of their lives. We were going to end up in a bad situation. Um, if I didn't hover over my son, I felt like he's going to make a choice and the choice that he makes is going to ruin his life and it's all going to be my fault and he's going to end up homeless under a bridge somewhere. I mean, I was that neurotic. I was that obsessed with trying to have control right? Trying to have control. And as we learn, we don't even have it. We have 5% of it. (laughs) I mean, hello. (laughs) I was just basically running in place, really running in place. And I wanted to unlearn that. I wanted to be my most authentic self. So I really had to go inward. And that did not start for me until I got into, you know, yoga and learning about yoga and and as we talk about movement movement releasing emotions and then emotions were coming up for me and I had to you know go through those and decide well well, why is this coming up so I had to go inward to figure all that out and I and I would and it was a process very slow process it wasn't like super all of a sudden um but because you know you have to unlearn shit your neurons are like this is the way we've always been acting This is the stories we've always been telling. Who the hell are you to like tell us it's different? And then I'm like, hey, I'm the boss here. (laughs) But I have forgotten that. And I went, you know, as a practice, you know, little by little, not even realizing what I was doing, that I was rewriting the script. I had no idea, you know, Um, but it it really came head to me. I had a very beautiful, wonderful uh, mentor, beautiful soul who was the grandmother of my eldest children. And she passed away um, suddenly, uh, pancreatic cancer. And it was really sad. But at the same time, um, it brought to front, to face, all of the things that she had led. I don't know, uh, all the life that she led, the example that she led. She was very much a spiritual woman. She was very much um, in the awareness in the uh, operating in the actual conscious level. Um, And she did a lot of Buddhism studies and um, things like that. And she really was inspiring to me. This was a woman who came from um, Argentina as an immigrant to the United States with nothing but her child and uh, built a life for herself slowly but surely and learned the language and learned, you know, everything that there was to became a citizen, all of that good stuff. And then became like a crusader for other women and other oppressed uh, people from different countries. But she also became this wonderful um, expressor of light. And she really, really put her light out there. She wrote books, several books. Um, her name is Monica Evilich, if you ever want to look them up. Uh, they're in Spanish, but definitely amazing woman. And she really inspired me. And at the time, you know, I was young. And when I met her, I just thought, you know, this woman's kind of crazy. Because <laughs> I was stuck, you know, in the storyline of being a perfect mom. I just had my child. I'm going to be the perfect mom. Nothing's ever bad going to happen to him. We're, you know, everything's got to be in order and be in line. And I'm control, 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 because that made me feel safe, Right. And I saw this woman who was just free and her spirit was free and she traveled. I mean, this woman traveled so many different places. She's been to almost every place in in this planet. She came from nothing, 
you know, um, and it was just because her light shined so much that people wanted to be near it. And she got invited to do this conference and that conference. And it was just amazing. So this is a woman I looked up to. And here I was 40 years old. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to spend the next 40 years of my life unaware. I don't want to spend the next 40 years of my life on autopilot. I want to shine my light. I want to know my light. I want to love my light like this woman. So when she passed, it really inspired me to really reach inward and discover myself like I had witnessed her do. And so there began my journey. And I really got into it and I'm still into it. And like every day I wake up and I'm I'm so excited. Like I always want to learn some more and I want to understand some more and I want to go inside. And I literally can spend hours by myself just in my head. It's crazy, but not in the bad way. Like, you know, um, not that there's good or bad, but there's another way that people say that they're in their head. And usually it's overthinking. Right. And that overthinking causes distress. It's not like that. I go inside and I dissect every little thought, every feeling. I allow the feelings. Um, Like today, I was, my birthday's going to be in a couple of days. And yes, thank you for your happy early birthdays. (laughs) And um, I will be 42. And I was feeling sad today. I was feeling a little bit sad. And I was making a joke about it. And I was telling my friend, I'm really sad today. And, and they were like, well, it's your birthday. You know, sometimes it happens. We get older. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's not about me getting older. I don't care because uh, I think I look amazing. Um, and it's not even about looks. I just feel amazing. But it was more like, no, I, I don't know. I'm having a little bit of melancholy. I'm having a little bit of a funk. But you know what? I'm loving it. I loved it. Like I'm, I'm still in the funk right now. But I'm loving it because... I really get to feel this emotion and I'm kind of proud of it. I'm like, look at it. Look at it all by itself over there doing all this, whatever it's doing, making me feel whatever it's making me feel. Obviously, it's somewhere on the subconscious level because I am not aware of anything at face value right now that I should be in a funk about. Um, But something somewhere is a story inside of my neurons and my my neurons or electrical charges, they're transferring all this information. That electricity is getting attached. Photons are all over the place. I mean, it's crazy. It's science. I don't even know much about science, but learning all this stuff makes sense. And so, you know, the reality of it is that, you know, I'm I'm embracing all parts of who I am. I'm embracing all parts of my sadness, my joys, my whatever. And so that to me is a part of how I become my authentic self. I am looking inward to discover who I am, right? Versus running on autopilot or looking outward, right? And that is the best liberating feeling ever. And then once you get to the root of the matter, right? When you get into those neurological stories that are in there, um, you can rewrite them because you're the boss. You are the CEO of everything. So you can say to yourself, I am smart. I am beautiful. I am able. I am, and you fill in the blank because yes, you are it. You are, and you tell yourself that and the vision will become clearer and clearer and your reality will become clearer. 
And then that's, that is the best awakening that I can say that there is out there is to really get into ourselves. Carl Jung says, your vision will become clear only when you can look into your own heart. Who looks outside dreams? Who looks inside awakes? Isn't that amazing? Being your authentic self now, free from opinions, because the opinions of friends or family or coworkers does not need to enter into your story. It does not. It does not serve any purpose but suffering because we get an attachment to that expectation. And that's the next one. We need to be free from expectation. Don't wake up every day and expecting this or expecting that to go the way that you were told inside your neurons that this is what perfection looks like. Expect the unexpected. How about that? Think about it. Think about how we go about allowing, and this is so true to our, again, going back to the neurotransmitters, creating the story that was already there because 95% of us are living on autopilot, right? 95% of our our mind is on autopilot. And so how is this possible then? Think about this. You are, you wake up in the day and you know what? You got a good night's sleep, whatever. You had a great dream, um, whatever it is. But for some reason, your story inside internally in the subconscious level is a, a good one. It is happy. It's cheerful. And you go and you go about your day and you get out the door and you grab your coffee and you spill a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. And you just laugh. You laugh it off. You ever have that time like, oh, of course, this is so funny. This is how, you know, of course, this would happen. Hilarious. My life should be a sitcom. And you just leave it there. I'll get it when I get back home. And you go and you go about your day and you're still smiling and you're still happy. You go and turn your favorite Cardi B song on and <laughs> you're good to go. <laughs> but let's say three, four months down the road, three, four weeks down the road, you know, you get up and somehow there's a story inside of you that isn't, that is lingering. It's lingering and it isn't that last story. It's, it's, it's a different story. It's a one of anxiety, maybe one of stress or distress. Um, and it could be from something you saw or heard or watched or learned or ate. It could be a million other things. And you wake up and you get ready and you grab your coffee and you spill a little bit and you say, son of a bitch. <laughs> Of course, this would happen to me. Of course, my coffee's going to spill on my carpet and of course, leave a stain and I don't have time to clean it up and I got to get to work. Of course, what else is going to happen to me today? Think about that. How is it that two exact scenarios create two different stories? And that is because of the historical story that is running behind the scenes. And a lot of times that story is ancient. It is no longer serving you. And it's not being true to who you are. Because out of those two stories, which one feels better? The, the first one laughing it off. Oh, my life's a sitcom. Ha ha. You know, let's just go giddy up. Um, and, uh, you know, solve your own problem. I'll clean it when I get back tomorrow or uh, later or whatever. Great. No big deal. And you probably forget when you get home and you don't clean it. If you're like me, there's still probably coffee stain by my door. Who cares? <laughs> You know, I am going to not judge myself on this one. I'm not going to judge myself. Are you? Are you going to try not judge yourself and create a new story? Are you going to create a new story? The coffee spilled three weeks ago and you were okay with it. And the coffee spills today and now you're pissed. Why? Go inside. 
Look into why you're feeling that way and rewrite that mother effing story, okay? Because you have what it takes. Do not judge yourself. Do not judge a situation. Do not judge your day based upon one small action because the minute you say, what else bad is going to happen to me today? Oh, of course, this is going to be the theme of my day. Guess what? It freaking will. It totally freaking will. But the same thing works like magic when you say, this day is going to be awesome. And it will change your perspective and love yourself. Love yourself by fully accepting without judgment, without judgment, without comparison, without anything, just with a heart of compassion and gratitude. That is how we rewrite these stories. This is how we allow for the trauma that has been hidden inside us with historical fact. We rewrite it with present day information things that allow us to be authentic and live in our present, not just 5% of our brain, but more than that, but more than that. We really have the ability to neurologically rewrite shit. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Carl Jung also says to condemn ourselves always equals oppression. So do not sit there and tell yourself you're horrible. Do not sit there and tell yourself you can't because you will believe that. And then you are the one oppressing yourself. You can rewrite these things and they're addicted. Our neurons are kind of addicted to telling the same old, same old story because it's on the subconscious level. It's just like that rat wheel. It just keeps going and going and going in autopilot and it's serving its purpose and it's doing its purpose until we say no more, until we say no more, until we say, I'm done with this. I am done living this lie that I'm just like my mother. I'm done living this lie that I'm not educated enough. I'm done living this lie that I'm not a good mom. I'm done living this lie. I am going to rewrite who I am today, not just on the surface where people can see me because yeah, sure, you can lose weight. Ooh, you look like a new you, but how's the inside? Mm -hmm. You can get a new outfit, you can get a new job and everyone thinks, oh, well, you're new. And the inside, how's that looking? archaic as ever, isn't it? (laughs) Go inward, go inside and learn a new you, love a new you, create this whole new autobiography at the neurological level by telling yourself every day the correct, authentic information. You know, I do a lot of affirmations. I don't know about you, but I do a lot of affirmations and I listen to affirmations every morning. Um, I also purchased that book. I know everyone's talking about it at 369, three times in the morning, six times in the afternoon, nine times at night. You recite or write down a thing that you want to manifest in your life. Or in my case, you know, I like to use it for the things that I affirm are within me. So a lot of affirmations helps you rewrite it. A lot of self-acceptance and self-love because your neurons can't change. You you can't go inward if you go inward and you judge everything that's there. And you come around and you're like, oh my God, you you disgust me. Well, now we're just re um, we're in what is it, reinforcing that. <laughs> now we are reinforcing that. Um, but go inside and say, okay, I'm so grateful that you were here all this time because I was able to live X amount of years on autopilot and I didn't crash or die. 
but I'm really interested in getting to know who I am again. I'm really interested in letting go of the shit that I held on to when I was five because I'm not five anymore, okay? I'm not in that marriage anymore. I'm not in that jail anymore. I'm not in that position anymore. I am here now and I want to be here, really, truly be here now. So let me introduce myself to my authentic self. And these are my authentic thoughts. And these are the things. And again, don't discredit your initial true reaction to things. You know, we all sit down and think that we have to sit here and and think about it over and over and over and really come to a, a very you know, a sophisticated decision about moving or about a changing job or about breaking up or whatever it is. Sometimes the most authentic thing is the first thing that comes up, the first thing that comes up for you, okay? And maybe in certain situations, try listening to that. Try listening to that and digging deeper, you know? Because yeah, a lot of times it can be deceiving. A first thing that comes up when I see, you know, cake I want it I'm gonna eat it yes but what is it that I'm actually craving is it I'm craving cake do I need comfort uh is my insulin levels off I need to know what's going on so kind of take a look at it before but not too long because you get influenced and then you know who knows maybe our body's like oh you can't make a decision autopilot turn back on (laughs) I don't know I don't know. Again, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a behavioral <laughs> therapist. <laughs> um, I just know certain things that I've experienced in certain ways that I have um, came to awareness in my journey. And that is how my journey has been. Every day I look in, every day I take each experience and appreciate it for what it is. I don't attach to it and think, oh my goodness, I'm going to be sad forever. Today I'm sad. And then start attaching it. I'm sad because this. I'm sad because that. To be honest, I don't really even fucking know why I'm sad. But I'm just a little bit of down. But that's okay. I'm like enjoying the beauty of it. Because number one, I feel. I feel it. It feels something, right? I have this like feeling inside. And then the other thing is that I appreciate that it's there. I also have the knowledge that when it's not there, it's going to feel completely different. So being able to have that contrast in my life is is kind of exciting. It's kind of amazing. You know, I don't live a just a flat line. I mean, think about it. And, and when they hook your heart up to a monitor, what does it do? It's beep, 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 up and down, up and down. Boop, boop. I know that's a horrible example. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You you see it. The heart monitor is going up and down, up and down. When it's flat line, what is it, right? Okay. So this is life. This is life. So it's okay. It's okay to have bad days. It's okay, all this stuff. But go inward and find out, you know, am I having a bad day? Because my archaic neurological signs are just on autopilot and I'm not really even a part of all of this. Is this really my present? Is this really what I'm experiencing? Is this my authentic ideas and self and feelings? And and go in and, and investigate all that and have fun with it. Love yourself. Love yourself free of judgment, knowing that a lot of the choices that you may be making or may have made, m- most of them probably had nothing to do with you nothing they were on a subconscious level you need to bring you to the front you need to get back into the driver's seat because you are amazing 
You are able, you're amazing, you're beautiful, you're worthy, and you are enough. You are not going to fuck it up. Go into the driver's seat. You have the license. You can do this. I promise you. It's an amazing journey and you won't ever regret it. Well, I thank you so much for joining me here today on Infinite AF. I hope you love this segment. Uh, If you do, go ahead and follow me on one of your favorite listening platforms. Leave me a review. I love sharing space with you and I can't wait to speak to you next week as we learn and grow together to be Infinite AF.